0: The following program is rated TV MA LSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Looks
1: like I'm giving a blowjob to my microphone. Could you imagine if a dick was actually that big? Uh, I mean, some art You run, big, though, no. right? Not that I've ever seen. I can't. There's no it. way. There's no <laughs> way it's this big. So you would run. So oh, there, is, yeah, a I would run. Oh, there yeah, is a size. Oh, yeah. A size for you. A size of like you're gonna break my hymen again. <laughs> again. Again. Well, it was only broken once, I think, by a tampon. You oh, know, yours I'm was sure. By a tampon. Mine was by a horse. That sounds awful, Scout. Well, literally, it
0: was. I was horseback riding and went to the bathroom. <laughs> I fucking was like, "What's
1: happening? Oh, no, I have blood." Oh, I didn't no. tell my mom. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. How are you?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: Oh my god, guys. Okay, well, actually, I'd love to know how this one um uh got her period. We have <laughs> we have a special guest. So, someone yes. I fucking love so much, a badass actress. I've worked with her a couple of times. I've worked with her mother. Um, she's pretty much like a sister to me. She is a fucking phenomenal writer. She has two books out right now, which we are going to talk about because y'all need to go fucking read them. Um, Gabrielle Stone.
2: Yay. Welcome. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've never had more trouble keeping my shit together during an <laughs> intro than that just now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys need to mute the guests if you're going to bring us on. We don't know list. how to. How do I mute the guests, Gabrie- <laughs> I don't know, me. but like scouts fucking like sucking dick on a microphone <laughs> Danielle's talking about popping her hymen like Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> it's just another Tuesday. Do you
2: remember when you like started your period? Was it like, do you remember? I do. This is so funny that you're asking me this because we just talked about this on my book club. Yes. Um, and. I So you guys know my mom, my mom's Dee Wallace. She played Scout's mom in Halloween, Mm -hmm. um, you know, from E.T., Cujo, all of the fucking horror movies ever made. And she's also like the raddest mom ever. So when I got my period, I was in sixth grade. It happened at school um and i knew like what it was because she had like prepped me on all of this but when i called to tell her she was like oh my god oh my god she came and picked me up she was so celebrate we went to like she was like we're gonna celebrate you're entering your womanhood we like went and had this like fun mother-daughter dinner and it was like this like cool rad experience and it makes me feel so shitty because so many people that i've talked to have been like i didn't even know what this was i thought i was fucking dying like that's horrible oh my (laughs) god but that's that's amazing see that's how i want to be whenever i have
0: a kid Uh, hopefully if i have a daughter i remember like when i my mom was on the phone and she was like she was giving me instructions on what to do with the tampon (sighs) and I think I told you this. It had a car. It was like one of those smaller ones. I had a
1: cardboard. Mm-hmm.
0: And I stuck yeah. the entire fucking thing in my vagina, including the cardboard. Oh my God, no. And my mom was like, okay, well, then you just grab the car. I was like, it's inside. And I literally had to me little me, stick my fingers in my vagina in front of my mirror and try to get my the cardboard out i told you mine was plastic
1: mine was the portable one where you the stick was separate and you put the stick in the little thing and then you push it up i put the whole plastic applicator in there and i didn't understand why every time i coughed or talked it would it fly out. out oh my god wait just okay continue. Oh okay continue, it would literally continue. fly continue. out so i i, can't I, I went are you ready i went and i didn't know how i didn't know how to get it i didn't know i didn't understand what i was doing wrong um so i went and got scotch tape and i taped the tampon into my vagina like is like I literally like just covered the outside with scotch tape and I then called my agent at the time and told her that I got my period and that I didn't know why it wasn't staying in and she was dying laughing and then Stop. when it came time to name my first production company when I was like you know 14 and got my first like LLC to this day and it's guess what it's called it's called tape it down productions fuck yeah Shut it the is
2: fuck up. swear to god Swear That's to God. The most brilliant story I've ever fucking heard. And you're resourceful as shit. Like I gotta know to keep you. it in. I was like, how did I do they do this? Up I'm Whatever barely hurts. I'm
1: barely talking and I gotta this shit's flying across the room. Like what is happening? And-
2: and today, like now kids today, if they like need to know anything, they just fucking YouTube it Google there's like 80 million TikTok videos. I'm like, this is how you put a tampon in. But right. like we didn't have that growing up. God, it's so funny watching the TikTok videos of the men. Have you ever had a guy put a tampon in you? What the fuck? No, is no? that like a weird kink a kink? thing?
1: I don't know. Or Probably. just like
2: because you were like incapacitated? Like no. look, what's the reasoning behind <laughs> I hey, think... can you put a tampon in for me? Does I think I put I'm... a tampon in you? E-
1: yes a long Danielle. time ago well no i was like do you know how like this go this works So like, have you, you
0: ever seen usually it usually people get a wa- like a water
1: bottle or like oh. a coke can no, you're right. like here yeah. it is i was like look this is what you <laughs> do Yeah, you put it in and then you push this thing in and then it stays there <laughs> which
2: boyfriend was this please? i don't Thank even God. remember
1: but have you, have you ever had someone take it out to have sex with oh. you
2: no, Danielle. No. What is wrong with me? There's no weird, like, pink <laughs> thing where I'm like, take it out with your teeth. Absolutely. Oh my not. God. And be like, that's. F- I mean, you know, no judgment to anybody else, but like to me, that's fucking. A I little actually, minor. you know,
1: it's funny is that the person that I said to, like, I can't have sex with my period, and he was like, I'm gonna take it out with my teeth that's so and he didn't foul, he dude. didn't obviously but that was like the funny conversation we had had about it but i mean I oh my God. is that weird no, i've never had that I've is never so fucking weird is that weird that's we never weird. had
2: assistance going in or coming out with a tampon <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a poll
0: ladies and uh, ladies um who has well, I joined danielle it this? shouldn't
1: be a weird thing like who cares i mean if you can walk through mud you can fuck through blood Right? that's oh, what my no. husband I says I, I have no
2: problem yeah. having sex on my period or getting eaten out now yeah. on my period it's just like well, the fucking thing that's been jammed up there that i've been peeing oh on no string of, oh no like, no no it was only like, let like, me like just the first take it
1: out myself oh yeah oh yeah no yeah yeah, yeah maybe i should have thought about man, that
0: i'm so sorry men but i do want to talk about this i'm not okay with
2: someone going down on me when i'm on my period
1: yeah i don't like it either I, i'm just uncomfortable man,
2: I mean, unless it's I like their thing. I just think it's like unnecessary. Like I'm never that horny that I'm like just eat me out through my blood, but <laughs> I've had it done before because, especially like yeah. in, you know, late high school, early college, guys like want to prove themselves. They're like, "Oh yeah, I got my red wings, my my man." And you're just like, oh, "Okay." Oh, is yeah. that what it's called? Red red wings. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of like a rite of passage. Oh. But I'm, I'm never that horny to where I'm like, if you don't go down on me, I'm going to die as opposed to just like having sex while you're on your period. <laughs> right. And I'm always like, now that I'm older, like if we're having sex on my period, I'm like, can you get, put a towel down? Like, don't yes, please. The sheets, exactly. Like, yeah. Clean yes. about it. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> the shower in the bathtub.
1: Something. I can't do it. Yeah. In the, I'm not a big fan of it in the water. No. Mm. But
0: when I'm on my period,
2: it's so much easier it's access. Easier. I or, do like
1: doing giving blowjobs in the shower, though.
2: Yeah, and I thought you were going to so say when you easy. were in your period, and I was like, "What's the what's the, the thought behind that, Danielle?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, oh okay, but well, before we get um, we're already there already. I know Jesus. we're already we're already dirty. I knew this was going to happen yep. when we had her on the show. But I want to, if people don't know that are listening to our podcast, I want them to all know about your book, Eat, Pray, Fuck Books. My Life.
1: Yes. B- and your S- podcast and B- your life. S-
0: I read her yeah. first book uh, while I was on the flight um, to the UK and I read it in one one flight.
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> one sitting. I was glued. <laughs> I was glued. That was like before we were really friends, too. That was like we I like know. knew each other because of my mom. But we weren't like homies yet. We yeah. were sisters yet. Um, so you got to know me really well, I'm sure. But yeah, for people that don't know. I was married for almost two years, found out my husband was having an affair with a 19-year-old for six months Mm. amongst a myriad of other women and stuff that was going on behind my back. And I filed for divorce, left. Shortly after that, I met a guy who happens to be a pretty well-known Hollywood actor and fell in love, just went from like zero to 100, like meet my family, have my babies, like all the fairy tale bullshit. And was like, okay, this is like this is why i had to go through the divorce like it all fucking makes sense and he invited me to go on a month-long europe trip with him booked my ticket everything was like incredible met his family all of his friends were like we've never seen him like this this is wild and 48 hours before we were getting on the plane he told me he needed to go by himself and broke up with me <laughs> and this man broke my heart like my ex-husband never could have done like i was fucking devastated And I was at my mom's house because that's where you move after you get divorced when you're 27. And (laughs) I was crying on my bed with a bottle of wine and was like, well, I can either stay at home heartbroken or I can go travel Europe for a month by myself. My backpack was like fully packed already. And I was like, okay. So I hopped on a plane two days later and did six countries over the span of a month and wrote the book, Eat, Pray, Fuck My Life.
0: (laughs) I mean, the stories that you had while Solo, <laughs> your solo trip inspired me so much, especially that trip because I, I literally like my my best friend canceled on me, and I'd I never, that. I'd never gone anywhere by myself, and I decided to just fucking go. And it was yeah. after a con, and so when I was reading that book, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to Amsterdam. I'm gonna go to Paris, and I'm gonna go home. Good for you, hundred percent. I mean, I didn't have any quite. the stories like you had I mean I maybe I had like one uber like really weirdo that followed me in my room but that was about it
2: (laughs) no but no no like one night stands or like crazy Mm. drunken nights.
0: um I I think like a burning man buddy of mine um I didn't know that he had a crush on me Mm. but I spent the entire time I was in Amsterdam um hanging out with this kid and we did like shrooms that night in, yeah. in Amsterdam. <laughs> and we ended up like back at his place and, and we were sleeping in the same bed, but then he started to like cuddle me and I was like, Oh, if Uh-oh. I if I if I go there, our friendship's gonna be fucked. And I I yeah. you know, I was but then he made me an incredible breakfast the next morning. We
2: didn't do anything. No, we love that. It yeah. was great.
1: Have you ever publicly yeah. talked about who this movie star person was? Have you ever uh, said his not. name?
2: There are people that I say this lovingly, like my readers are wild investigators and like will go to the depths of the internet to discover who not only he is but who my ex-husband is I've never confirmed or denied it publicly just because it it, the book's really not about them doesn't matter like they're just characters in my story especially at this point um and for like just anonymity and privacy and like for my own you know, dignity and respect. I don't need to, like, drag them through the mud anymore than, like, the text in that book already did.
0: So (laughs) what made made you write this? Like, was it, like, healing? Like, what made you want to write it? Yeah,
2: so I was not a writer. Um, I was working as an actress and a director. And when I found out I was going on this trip by myself, I was like, well, my life has become a mix of a fucked-up horror movie and sitcom. (laughs) So I need to document this. Um, And I kind of just heard it, it wasn't like, oh, maybe all it was like, I need to write a book. And I went and bought a leather bound journal the day before I left. And I started it the first day that I arrived in London. Um, I wrote three fourths of it on the trip by hand. um, And it was very much so like you open the journal and it's like chapter one. And that's very close to how the finished book was published wow. and it just poured out of me. I wrote the whole thing in two and a half months, which I can tell you from writing the sequel is wildly fucking fast. And it, I just knew I knew from the beginning, I was like, this is going to be a book. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to change my life. It's going to change a lot of people's lives that read it. And then it's eventually going to go to screen. Um, like I saw the whole kind of journey that it was going to be from the beginning. Um, and I, here we are. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, so can can you talk about like, so do you want to make it into a movie or make it into a series? Like, is that something? that I would
2: right- be open. I'd be open to either. Um, we do have it, it. It is in the works, um, the very early stage works um, to be taken to the screen. And it's something that's really exciting for me because unfortunately, as many people who read books or who pick up my book and they're like, I never read, but I read this in two days. Um, there's a big percentage of the population that like just doesn't do books and doesn't read. Mm-hmm. So I would love for it to get to that medium for the story and the healing aspect to really get out to so many more people in Are you way. gonna
1: play yourself or who do you wanna play you?
2: I'm not, um, scouts I'd love like to have Scout play me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I definitely play one of the friends, but I, I, I keep telling her, I'm like Florence Pugh, man. Oh, oh, dude! Well, I mean, I think she's at the top of everybody's oh, list. No, she, like,
2: dude! I guarantee you, if she read this, she'd be like, "Yep, doing it." Well, Florence, if you're listening, slide into Please. my DMs. I am um, obsessed with her. I think <laughs> she's, she's so like hot. this. She's, she's so This hot. generation's yeah. like Meryl Streep. Yeah, I she is she's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, but no, I wouldn't want to play myself. I would definitely want to produce, um, and have a a hand in like the making of it and bringing it to life and making sure it's done in the right way. What about directing? But, like, it? I um. I mean, yeah, I would love to. Mm. Do I think they're going to hand me like a $40 million film? Probably not. (laughs) Um, But you never never say never. I think there's definitely potential for me to direct the sequel when we get to that. Um, But yeah, I I would really love to just be able to make sure that it it stays true to itself and it's brought to the screen in the proper way. But there's like such a long list of actresses that could absolutely kill that role. I lived it. I wrote about it. I don't need to fucking react it but isn't that crazy
0: (laughs) gabrielle you get to be on the other side now and like Something that you know is your life, and then you get to go through casting, and you know we've been through that process as as being actors. Yeah, and that fucking
2: process sucks. Yeah, but it's then- great on the other side; yeah. it's so much better. I mean, Danielle, you know from directing, like it's so oh much God, better I on the other love side. Love it,
1: love it, love You're it. You're like, let it. me sit back and yes. just fucking
2: chill yeah. as people bring me options, yes. and I can say yes or no. It's great. <laughs> yes, I love it.
0: Man, I love that. All right, okay, so we have some questions, and we both here. have been
1: on um on Gabrielle's uh, podcast you guys so if you haven't actually listened to our episodes you can go back onto fml podcast and you can listen to my episode and scouts episode have you, have you done one yeah, or two how many have you done
2: be, you've done well scouts done a couple of the minis which are like yeah, on my patreon minis. subscription but she did her main episode was in but way back in season one and then danielle's episode was in season season
1: two three, two or three
2: three three um i'm like where are we even now yeah, I what think season are you on season, we just started season five How many episodes Do you have per
1: season Is it all
2: It's 25 a season So we just passed Our 100th episode recently Which was like crazy Because I didn't even Want to do a podcast To begin with And then COVID hit And everyone was like Do it Do it And I was like Well maybe like A couple hundred Of my readers Will come over and listen And it's just taken off on this like crazy journey they episode. love it i that's people come so up to me great. all the time
1: at shows and go we're fmlers we're fmlers you need <laughs> oh, you need to hang I out like they lo- they're all about you i love it
2: oh i love it well your guys's episodes are both really fucking awesome <laughs> and i get dms <laughs> about it all the time so uh, yeah go, go check those yeah
0: out. you should definitely be proud you you created a community you yeah. know yeah I that's I think hard that's to been do
2: what's what's been so great about the whole thing is that You know, sometimes when you're on TikTok or Instagram and you're like hustling to like sell a product, it can feel so like cringy and inauthentic. But because I know, you know, when people do buy the book and read it, they go on this crazy journey with me and it's going to be healing for them and they're going to have fun and it's going to like probably give them a lot of gifts along the way. It makes it a lot less like, oh, I'm selling a product. And like here, I'm like giving you an opportunity to heal and come on this like, community journey with me that Mm -hmm. it's i've met so many of my readers now and like i respond to all of my dms that are about the book because it's really such a personal journey that people go on when they read it it's it's been really awesome to be able to connect with people all around the world
0: it's so funny yeah. i was thinking i was putting together my um my bridesmaids bags and i was like yeah. maybe mm-hmm. i should buy Gabrielle's books
2: for everybody oh my <laughs> god you're hilarious <laughs> so, so should probably give you a to, discount as opposed to me just like giving them to you you're so funny I but love, I was like, on oh my, my reaction god, I should do that <laughs> Danielle, what was your reaction when you got the the bridesmaid, like, invitation? Oh, I thought it was so sweet. I mean, I have the candle and the
1: matches, and I have everything up on my bath. Like, I use everything. I thought it was yeah, lovely. Yeah,
2: I have my little succulent in my yeah, kitchen, but yeah. I straight up, like, Me too, in my shrieked. kitchen, too. <laughs> I, sh- so I straight good. up shrieked when um, I opened it. I was like, ah! I know. I've never gotten
1: most, one of those.
2: It was the most awkward sound that came out of me and Scout <laughs> and Tom. Just started like fucking cracking up, and Tay came out and he's like, "What's going on?"
0: <laughs> I think you were like confused as to why I needed to come over just for a second.
2: You were like, "I why know. Do you, you were need- like, "We're just gonna stop by. We're just gonna." Stop. I'm like, "Okay, Scout, stop by." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can
2: I just come in? I just need to give you something,
0: please. All right, ladies. Okay, let's get into some of these kay. questions here. Um, this is from Wave Break ca how to get women into my foot fetish how do we get women into
1: we get all you know we we always talk about this we get a lot of people i I mean i love
2: how we we went from like healing and like (laughs) self-love to how do i get people to subscribe to my foot fetish charles bronson my dog is at the door right now so if you hear him start barking and i need to maybe get up and let him out let me know okay no no Um, i don't hear anything okay so my do you get any of this do you get any foot fetish like anything on no no i also i also don't attract the guys because like it oh, pays all over my profile right i'm not sexy anymore i'm like oh, I'm very oh shit. fucking
0: no, 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 no. salsa sweating please she shows me she wants me to copy her fucking husband like her fiance just watches while you're like she's always
1: tries to get me to do your tiktoks i'm like i can't do like what she's doing i can't she's like look gabrielle's doing it it's hilarious. easy i'm like dude killing okay, me no
2: first of all i grew up as a dancer so the dancing is separate i'm <laughs> saying true. i don't like put out content where i look sexy anymore like i don't care oh. i show up to interviews <laughs> like this i have no makeup on like 90 percent of my life um and it it's really like i i attract the women into my you know most of my followers are women now which i love back in the day I would get fucking freaky weird. Like I'm sure you guys get stalkery type DMs of like where you go to your Facebook messenger and just keep scrolling and there's like 150 messages of like, hey, hi, why won't you answer me? Hey, I'd really like to talk to you. And hey, then there's hi. like their and they dick. just don't stop. Or like yeah. semen in their hands, <laughs> just, yeah. Just a dick. Yeah, just um, a dick. But so my advice, not that I, <laughs> not that this is like personal advice because I'm not a foot fetish person, but I would say, don't spring it on someone once you're like in the relationship, like be upfront and communicate and be like, Hey, like, these are some of the things that I'm into. Are you at least open to trying them? So then if they're like, uh, no, you're a fucking weirdo. You can be like, cool. I'm not going to date this person. (laughs) More time on them. But like, you know, I'm always like a big proponent on communication and like being upfront and being open because then people can like See the transparency and either be like cool i want to rock with that or no i'm, I'm good i'm gonna go
1: <laughs> you don't want to lead with that line though i would i would right wait now, and save not that not like, for like hey a minute. how are you
2: also can i suck on your toes <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, not that
0: far. <laughs> oh that's why it didn't work for me Man. god damn it second question it needs to be like the fourth or the fifth so going back to what you were saying with like not having male um fans as you would say do you get a lot of men that um comment in your stuff? What do these men say? Just curious.
2: Yeah. Oh, the 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 wonderful community of men on TikTok. Look, <sighs> I let me start off by saying I love men. I've always loved men. Um I prefer emotionally intelligent men that have like done the work on themselves and like, you know, aren't fucking assholes. But those aren't the ones that I attract online. The ones that I attract online are usually the people with either no pro- profile picture or look like they are 100% living in their mother's basement um with like 3 followers like you know it's a, an account just to fucking talk shit to people mm. And they're usually the ones that are commenting on my videos saying, What did you do to make him cheat? You probably weren't <gasps> sucking enough God, dick. You so probably weird. weren't making enough sandwiches. Like you probably like weren't giving him enough sex. Like all the fucking reasons of why they've probably cheated on people that they've been with. Have you heard comments um, like that from women as well? Um, so it's so funny. I read I have a whole series on my TikTok where I reply to comments from triggered men and it's basically i'll just like screenshot the the comment and i'll read it out and then like give some little like funny joke about it and i recently did one that was a departure from that and it was like triggered women on my page and there are like but it's very small it's like probably like a three to four percent are women um, and it's always so shocking to me. Cause it's like, guys, it's 2023. Like, haven't you realized that like tearing other women down is like not a good look like or tearing people
0: down in general, to be <laughs> right. honest, like just yeah. be a
2: kind human or scroll on if it bothers you. Um, but yeah, there were people, there are women that'll comment and be like, you always post the same shit. Like you need to heal and get over it and move on. And I'm like, guys, it's literally marketing. This video has sold hundreds and hundreds of books. Like you're just not understanding yeah. um i had one 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 woman um comment and say you must have done something wrong and not given him enough sex my man will never have that problem yeah um yeah, and it right. was like this is the problem like let me remind you that fucking beyonce and j-lo got cheated on guys like it's yeah. not about you when yeah. you get cheated on it's the person that's on the other end that has this void within themselves that they're trying to fill it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you have you ever cheated Gabrielle?
1: Hey, guys. Who is a member of Thrive Market? I am. It is my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. Y'all know I moved to the country about six months ago. It is a half an hour (laughs) each way to the gas station. And I'm certainly not doing my grocery shopping at the gas station. And when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to ThriveMarket.com slash TalkScary for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash TalkScary. ThriveMarket.com slash TalkScary.
2: Um... (laughs) <laughs> she's um, like fuck you scout <laughs> I don't know if I've ever talked about this publicly um oh, I've, I've damaged I know I've never been asked but no I have no shame in it so in high school when I like before my first really serious relationship I think the guy and I were together for like two months and it we were like 15 16 um during that relationship I made out with another guy. That was the extent of my cheating. <laughs> yeah. In my in my past. And then did you stay but with that boyfriend like or did you're... you end up No, no. We ended up breaking up because like we really I didn't really like him in the first place, which is why it happened. But um, which all sounds terrible now that it's coming out of my mouth. But I feel <laughs> like when you're in your adolescence, like in that early mm. high school zone. Like, even if someone like that I was going to date was like, Yeah, I cheated on my high school girlfriend. I don't know if I would hold them that accountable for something because everybody's fucking up and making weird mistakes yeah. when they're in high school.
0: Oh, yeah. I made so many weird mistakes. I, um, my, one of my very first like crushes, I guess boyfriend, um, Alex Mandel, Howie Mandel's son. I, <laughs>
2: I love I w- that you just Full on name blast I know Because I've
0: talked About him before We actually had Howie yeah, a- on And we That was, oh, a, I love that was it. a And f- you're like
2: Hey you could have Been my father-in-law oh, That was a trauma <laughs> Episode Motherfucker
0: That was a trauma Episode mm-hmm. For sure There was a lot Of stuff that I had To apologize for <laughs> To Howie about <laughs> So oh that my was god. That was just me Going Howie Please forgive me Please mm-hmm. For sending oh the FBI god. To your house Because they thought That you murdered And kidnapped me But anyways <laughs> Oh my god Yeah So anyways um, No we were really really drunk and that was the first time i was i was you know i'd ever like really drank and i remember we were all in the bed and i was making out with him and then he like parted ways and i was like looking down and then somebody like came right here and i started making out and then i realized after like 10 minutes it got really quiet and so i stopped making out and i realized it was his friend oh
2: my
1: god really and
2: alex you, first of all you made out for 10 minutes i yeah. didn't know yeah. who you're
1: making out oh my with? god i
2: loved making i was drunk did you I really drunk
0: i was like let's just go to town like i was like you know it's like the first time you do that with someone it's like oh, that's all i want to do
1: yeah just make
0: right, out right, with right. you um but he was so mad at me, and I tried to explain to him. I didn't know it was
1: you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have believed you. Either. No, I wouldn't have.
0: I mean, I don't think he did. But he stayed with me. But I was oh like, oh my, my god, god that's I'm fucking so hilarious. sorry. All right, okay. So another question um, from <laughs> Sam: Love advice. All right, Sam needs some love advice. How can a husband be more emotionally supportive and also
2: romantic? Oh, I love Aren't that. They question. Kind of the same. Yeah we, we love that question. We Mm -hmm. love that you're even asking Mm -hmm. that question because it means that you're like ready and wanting to show up for your partner like Mm -hmm. that. Um, my first and foremost thing is like, I'm such a big proponent of therapy. Like even when there's nothing wrong, go, um, there's such amazing things that will come to light when you can go with your partner and have a safe space with a third party perspective to discuss what you're feeling. Like it's, it's, really, really helpful. Um, but as far as like things that you can actively do to be emotionally supportive for one, definitely continuously check in and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, how are you feeling? Is there anything that I could be doing that would make you feel better? Um, are you happy with how things are, you know, as far as like your love languages, what are your love languages? How can I show up for you more? Like communication is the mm-hmm. the basis of all we relationships. All do you think that men have
1: an not? answer for it? Like, I'll ask my husband, like, tell, tell me, you know, he's like, oh, I want to, I want to feel appreciated. I'm like, okay, tell me what that means. Like, what do you right. need? What do you need? So you feel appreciated during this time. Mm-hmm. And they don't usually mm-hmm. have an answer of like what will work. So it's hard right. for women to, you know, you kind of have to like roll the dice and go, well, is it do yeah. I hug him and tell him I love him? Do I blow him and tell him I love him? And thank you. Do I make <laughs> him dinner? Like, I think that's what you do. I mean, husband. I do all of I do all of the above because I just don't maybe words aren't enough or affection isn't enough or everyone has a different requirement for what works for them. But sometimes it's hard for the man to be able to tell you. So do oh, we just have to kind of try.
0: Yeah, i like, how Tom, do you do it? Tell me what you need. I need to not be the only one telling you what I need. It's going to be the scout well, show, my entire totally. life. Totally. And,
2: and a lot of times, if you're in a therapy situation where there's that third party, they can help ask those questions to kind of like guide them to what it is. Because sometimes they don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. But if this question's coming from a man asking how he can show up. Women usually don't have that problem. Yeah. You're like, "What can I do?" and you're like, "Let me give you the laundry list. Yeah. Here you go. Would you like numbers 1 through 5 or 5 through 10?" Um and then it's just about like and for women that are listening like You can't assume that the guy you're with is just reading your fucking Mm -hmm. mind. Like sometimes when you're upset, they have no idea what they've done. They have no idea that something needs to be rectified. So until you've communicated and been like, this is what I need. This is what you can do to like help or fix the problem. And this is like a boundary of mine and let them have the opportunity to adhere to that. You can't really get that mad if like you're not getting what you want. Man, you should be a therapist. You know that? Like a, a no. love counsel, Like uh, literally. Like you know, I always told my mom I was either gonna be a therapist or an attorney, and I didn't want to go to school that long for either of those. So now I just argue with people on my podcast and I give therapy advice to like all of my followers.
0: <laughs> Do you so you and Tay just like I I like looking into your relationship, you guys are just overly communicating with one another all the time.
2: Yeah. Tay and I are perfect. We have no problems. <laughs> what is what Um, is like one of the issues in your relationship um you know i will i will joking aside say we don't have a lot of problems like it's weird how well we do things but anytime there is a fight that's more than just like you know us having a disagreement or an argument like something that's like an actual issue that arises that like we can't really work through we book a a therapy session like immediately and we go and talk it through with a third party because then it's a safe space and everybody can like come to the table and be like you know expressing their own opinions and we usually need one session and it's done and that happens maybe two to three times a year, if uh, that. I need to get your therapist number. She's fucking amazing. Oh happy to happy to send her your way. Oh, my God. I love um, that. And other than that, it's just communication. Like, I think so many times people retreat and want to play mind games, mm-hmm. and that's not going to benefit either person nor the relationship. So if he does something that bothers me, I find a way that I can calmly say it to where it's not going to trigger him, but be like, hey – when you did this, it made me feel, and I experienced, you know, not like you do this and you make me feel blah, 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 blah. It's like, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. And this is why and where it comes from. And if you have a partner that loves you, they, want to know you know where your triggers come from and what the reasoning behind that is and then they're usually a lot more sensitive to why you're feeling the way you're feeling because they know where it's coming from but
1: you're doing the work with therapists so you're able to at least understand where yeah. it's coming from and what your triggers are and know how to explain it to him yeah in the best totally. way that he you can have understand to the work it.
2: on yourself yeah. for sure yeah that's so important because if you can't explain like it's so interesting like i've just did a podcast episode on this When you can't explain like, hey, this is my shit. This is the stuff that's in the baggage. And these are the minefields that we're going to be walking through (laughs) when we're in this relationship together. (laughs) If you can't explain what those minefields are, your partner's just putting on a fucking blindfold, hoping for the best and being like, well, I hope I don't blow the fuck up. It's like if you can come to the (laughs) table and communicate those and be like, yo, these are the minefields to look out for. And then when you're approaching one of them, be like, hey, Sorry. We're getting kind of close to one of those things that I mentioned. Can you and I like sit down and talk me through this so we can like walk around it instead of blowing up into oblivion? Mm -hmm. Then people are like, oh, okay, at least I'm armed with a little bit of fucking knowledge as to who I'm dealing with and what the relationship's going to look like. I can't
0: wait to be drunk on my bachelorette like weekend with you and be like, I need to talk to you about this. (laughs) Fix my life, Gabrielle. (laughs) All the the ladies are just going to be in a line. Okay, next, Gabrielle. No. <laughs> like, oh I can already God. see it. Zion, like, drinking. or it's just gonna turn into a bunch of us just crying in one corner, just, like, holding each other. Oh. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Elliot would like to know... Um, oh, shit. I Actually, let's not do that because he said anonymous. I'm so sorry. So we're gonna pass you for a second. Oh. Um, how did you end up finding true love? Oh, how did you and Tay question. find out? How did you and Tay meet That happen because I know it wasn't true love,
2: right? In the first
0: first uh, time you guys met, I was (laughs) like, "Wait,
2: this can't be it." Um, (laughs) No, so Tay Tay and I met like ten years ago on a film set. He played my older brother. It, we joke all the time about it because he also played scout and my father in a film that we did. So it's like, are we ever going to play romantic partners? Probably no. not. Cause he's 15 years older than me, but here we are. Um, so Tay came into my life right after I got back from my eat, pray, FML trip. And I was fucked up. Like I was like at the bottom of my barrel, like needed to fucking like heal and really get my shit together. And It was not great timing but i will say for the question of how did you find true love um it goes back to healing yourself because i grew up with this huge abandonment wound it started when i lost my father when i was six years old it was reinstated in my life when i lost my high school sweetheart in a car accident when i was 16 at sorry 18 and those two deaths really created this fear of abandonment in my life. And when I love someone, they die. And that turned into when I love someone, they leave. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you have a subconscious wound that you're not dealing with, you will continue to attract things or people or situations into your life that's going to mirror that for you Mm -hmm. to be like, yo, bitch, can we wake up and like Mm -hmm. heal this so that you can attract some better stuff? And until you are ready to face that and rectify it within yourself, you're going to keep attracting the same bullshit. So Mm -hmm. I was walking around with this fear of abandonment. And I attracted my ex-husband, who quite literally abandoned me in the most heinous, disgusting way possible. And the universe was like, cool, are we ready to uh, go fix this and heal it? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go over here to this Latin guy. (laughs) Um, And then I I attracted Javier, who it was almost like ironically funny, quite literally abandoned me two days before we were getting on a trip that he invited me on. So until I went and really did the work, which was on that that trip in Europe and was like, okay, I have to learn how to be by myself. I have to learn how to not have this great fear of abandonment that's like running my life. Until I fixed that, then I was able to attract someone who would never abandon me. And when I had Tay come into my life, there was like no drama. There was no toxicity there was no like me questioning about all of these things and feeling these like highs and lows and i was like well this can't be love and like where's same the thing drama? happened to me with tom same thing happened yeah. to me with tom. it was like this this can't this can't be it like where's the obsessive yeah. like where's the toxicity? fighting where's like, yeah yeah um and until i rectified that love can be, I I had to redefine what I thought love was like knowing that it can be safe and healthy and at times boring, which is fucking great. Once you're older, you're like, wait, I want boring all the time. (laughs) This is wonderful. Um, Then I was able to, to really settle into that and accept that. So it was, it was a being able to attract it in the first place, which was because I needed to heal the stuff that was attracting unhealthy love. And then I needed to really, redefine my definition of love and be able to like settle into accepting that
0: so how did you so uh, Danielle and I have talked about it I went through SLA I went through sex love anonymous did you go mm-hmm. I mean was it just therapy for you healing or did you go through a program or what? what was that sort of
2: so my healing journey, I did a, a a lot of like soul searching on that Europe trip. Um really just being alone for me was a huge way for me to realize how capable I was um by myself and that I didn't need someone else and that the world wasn't going to end if I was alone. So that was the first like kind of hurdle of it and then when I came home, I went into therapy with the same therapist that Tay and I see now. She's um she's licensed of course but she also works with a lot of spirituality so we did a lot of past life regressions cool. um where you go back and like talk to your inner child mm-hmm. and like let go of a lot of really deep shit that you know we still have every little person living inside of us so yeah. like there's a six-year-old gabrielle that lost yeah. her dad there's a two-year-old gabrielle that like had this like crazy thing with her mom happen, like mm-hmm. and then if and there's we, the ancestral you
1: know, DNA stuff too.
2: Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. There's things that are passed down. There's yeah. things that you pick up from your parents. Like the fucking list is endless of ways you can get fucked up on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it was it was really therapy and like time. Time really helped me. Writing the book and and getting all of that out onto paper really helped me. Um, there's a, a technique I talk about in Eat Pray FML called the Thought Onion, which is- yes. Really, how you can like dissect your own thoughts and get to like what the core root of that is, and that's usually a subconscious belief that you have to fix or deal with. So, really, like, a, it was a cocktail of a bunch of different things that helped me really kind of like get through that.
0: Oh, I love you so For much. For you guys listening,
1: do you know that Gabrielle killed me in a movie? What? Well, what her movie, your movie?
0: Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh. when? We,
1: we all, all did, did. I love it. All we all like, did a movie together, by the way, guys, if you remember, we did. We did. Yeah. We, did. we did. Actually, your mom. So the, we'll tell the story. Your mom called me and said <laughs> something like, would you want to do a movie? The Gabby Gabby's got this great idea. Would you want to do something during COVID? And I was like, sure. I love that
2: she pitched it like that because she called me and was like, I'm so bored. Let's do something creative. Let's all have actors shoot themselves in their house. And I was like, Deanna, that's the worst fucking idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, that sounds miserable. And she's like, just come up with an idea and like, let me get the actors on. I'm like, OK, so I love that. That's how she pitched it to you.
1: <laughs> I was like, whatever you want, whatever you want. D, I'm yours. You name it. I'll be there. Just let me we know. We need to make
0: that into an actual feature. That was so fun. It was, it was good. It was a pretty rad
2: little short.
1: Yeah, it's so it's called, it it's called Stay Heck. Home. And it, where where can people can people find it now, by the way?
2: Yeah, it's on Bloody Disgusting. Okay. You can find it on YouTube if you type in. um Stay home and um, probably either Scout's name or Danielle's name, and it'll, it'll come, come up. up we play uh, ourselves great, you guys it's really it's good great, You're like, dope 12, in that. you are dope You that 12 it. minute little short what was so fun about it. it and the dog that's barking right now is the dog that yes. was in the fucking opening with you Yes, and Elvis. With him there, there too <laughs> so I us hear him at all what's funny okay, is that
1: great. the what you, the idea you guys came up with to launch it that day was to have because the, the short opens with yeah. me on Instagram and we decided to do it where we, we played that and people thought I was going live but we actually plugged into the computer and were able to show the beginning of the short and then it went into the short. We, we actually like cut and said, oh, if you want to watch the rest here, yeah. people were only confused because I had dyed my hair blonde and I was brunette in the short. So uh. it was the only kind of giveaway like, wait, you dyed your hair back brown. Right. So <laughs> fast. Yeah. It so was pretty, fast. It
2: was a pretty ingenious way. I'm surprised that Chris Heck was able to pull it off. But like we got so many messages about that. Pe- people were like seriously freaked out and freaked seriously out. confused. And it was fucking great. Because in <laughs>
1: the opening, it's me on Instagram and there's someone outside my house that's mm-hmm. coming into Kill me so everybody thought that I was it was actually Happening
0: Oh yeah, yeah you, and you also have That stalker you know stalker yeah situation. my situation Freaked out a lot of people
1: yeah For the love of art
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay so what Are some tips on approaching your wife
2: About a female female Male threesome
1: So he wants to have an, another woman in bed With him and his wife
2: okay a female Female male so like he wants to have a threesome yeah. With another, another chick. woman Okay um What would you hmm. do if Tay was like hey Babe. Um, I think it depends on your partner. Like if you know that that's going to be a hard fucking pass, like maybe don't bring it up. Um, but if it's something that you're like really passionate about and really need to do, I would come to the conversation having answered some of the questions that are going to arise, like why do you feel like this is something you want to do? Um, what's pulling you towards wanting to do this? Do you think it's going to benefit our relationship? Like come having like the knowledge of thought it through, not just like, I want some other titties in my face, you know, like, (laughs) um, like an educated reasoning behind it. Um, And I don't know, maybe come up with like, A clever way to test the waters like let's say if like you guys are with a group of friends and you guys are you know doing like a questions game this isn't too far out of the realm of possibility because we find ourselves in this situation all the time um and like you know asking the group like have you guys ever had a threesome would you guys ever have a threesome and kind of like bringing up the topic of discussion so that it's not necessarily completely directed at your partner so that she can then feel a little more comfortable to kind of like answer in that space have you ever
1: have you ever had a threesome
2: i have it was again in high school not my finest uh not my finest stretch of life um i think i had one in college too i say think because i was very drunk oh no i did so it was two (laughs) it was it was it was me and another girl and a guy in college and in in high school it was with two guys and me (gasps)
0: Oh, please tell me the two guy thing.
2: Please I want to hear all about How? it. How? How? Did they? So, yeah, I want to he-
1: break it down. It I want to know was it nice? Was it
2: scary? No, I mean, no, it wasn't scary. It was kind of terrified. Two dicks um, in my face. Like, you're like the, you're completely like the center of attention. What if they're both um, taking
1: care of you and it isn't just about them getting off, right?
2: No, it wasn't about them getting off at all. Like, there was no penetration. It was like everything but that. Did you not feel um, like you had
0: to like satisfy one if one wasn't doing anything? No. Oh.
2: No, I feel like when you're in that situation and like everything's focused on you, at that point, you're like, just lay there Do would do <sighs> your best work guys yeah. <laughs> um but it do, was, do you it find was, that they're yeah. in, that
1: they like compete with one another on who can do better
2: yeah. um i didn't in this scenario because they were like best friends oh my god <laughs> so bad i like did you just pick no up these best friends at a bar <laughs> <laughs> no I, they were like friends that i like went to high school with and like that that kind of made it different too because like it wasn't just like a random hookup, like we were friends and had a friendship. Yeah. Um, how did so that conversation
1: like a, start, like getting to that? Like who Gabrielle, started it?
2: Gabrielle. I don't know, dude. It was so fucking long ago. I think it was more of like everybody hanging out and then like one thing kind of just like led to another type of thing. There was no like, hey, should we do this? <laughs> do you want to come on in here? Like, let's move rooms. It was more just like natural how it took place. That would be Danielle. <laughs> Hey, oh yeah, so no are we for doing sure. Yeah, or, uh... are you guys cool with that?
1: Who's, who's game?
2: We'll just go Would my room. Just like give me a minute. NEA yeah, for me, exactly. Thanks. For me,
0: I'd be like, um, um, okay, yeah, I guess so, guys. What do we do first? So you, so
1: you've dabbled in the lady pond. You've have you gone down on girls? Or you just like have made out with girls? Or what was that? I that have really I've made out. I've
2: made, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. scout and I had a full-on relationship. You didn't know. I didn't. Wait, are you serious? No. Two weeks? Oh. No, we go on. T- we're Danielle. We go on to TMZ tomorrow, and then I don't know. I was gonna be like, your "Have mom you guys would lose her mind?" Like, your mom would be like, "Oh my god, act. no!" You're it's my like, daughter. So you guys have played sisters. You've been like her mom's daughter, and, and you've scissored me timbers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, oh I've made god. out with a lot of girls in my day, yeah. in like the drunken, of you course, know, dance. You make floor out with all your vibes. friends, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was one girl in college who I was really good friends with, and again, it's always alcohol induced, but. We had one night at my house where things went a little farther than that. And we went down on each other. I have to say it's just not my cup of tea. Um, I so many times, especially with the shit I've gone through with men in the past, I've been like, God, I wish I could be a fucking lesbian. And then I got onto TikTok and you see how hot some of the lesbians are. I was like, oh, God, yeah. I really wish I could be a lesbian. Yes. But I just can't. I, <laughs> I just as gross as dicks are, like, I, know. I don't really want a vagina in my face either. Like, it's just, you know, See, it's just not uh, my thing. Ex- yeah. But I'm glad I tried it. Yeah. You gotta that's- try it before to know yeah. that it's not your jam. That's what
0: I was explaining to um, Danielle. It's like, I didn't, I didn't care for the way a vagina tasted. It wasn't my thing. <laughs> um, but I loved scissoring. I loved fucking. Oh my god!
2: Well, and it's so interesting. Great, (laughs) eight times a night in an hour. (laughs) Because most of the time that like. At the, okay, I'll speak for myself. A, a majority of the women can't just like hop on a dick and have an orgasm. Mm-mm, if that's yeah. you, I'm jealous and yeah. like what's yeah. it like, no. but it's definitely not me. No. Um, and one of the ways that I usually get to climax, if it's not with a vibrator, is like a rubbing motion. Yep. Yeah, of course. And like that's fucking scissoring. You yeah, know, yep. is like yeah. a rubbing motion vibe. That's it. <laughs> so with it a like, wet I get it. with the <laughs> We
1: always talk about it. It's all about the clitoris. <laughs> people, clitoris. rub it, rub it, rub it. You gotta. Yeah. What do I Hear say? Twiddle, twiddle the bean. Twiddle
2: the bean. Twiddle the bean, so baby. For for that guy, for that person that was asking about approaching his wife with a threesome, also like, make sure that like you're capable of that. Like, not to. I'm not saying you're not, but like, there's been guys that have been like, "Oh, I would have a fucking threesome," and then like they would get into bed with two women and be like, "What the fuck? What do I even do? Like, I can't hang with this type of shit that's going. Like, it's a lot. So like, be prepared that like, you know. Women are intimidating. Make sure you know what you're signing up for. (laughs) That was another reason why
1: I was like, I can't, I mean. Maybe he just wants to watch. Like if I had a threesome with another woman, it would be my husband just watching me with the woman. Right. He could like kiss me and then like let me do my thing with her. That would probably be the extent of it. I don't think he'd yeah. partake, and then he'd sit in the corner and jerk off to it or something. David is listening right. to this, going, "Oh my god, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you." Yes, <laughs> I don't think he'd be into but it. I, think I really he would don't. Be if I came to him and said, "Hey, babe, I want to do this," he'd be all about it. But he would never. It's not like I don't think he's like gonna approach right. me with it. He I mean, might I now. don't know. Maybe <laughs> it is February. Maybe he'll be like, "Hey, babe." Uh,
2: <laughs> I feel like if if Tay and I ever cross that line to do something like that, it would have to be like with another couple. Like yeah. I don't think it could be like one girl or one guy, it would have to be with like, yeah, it would have to be with another couple. I've had sex in the room
1: with other couples, like where I've I've been like, I'm on the couch and they're on the love seat. You know what I mean? And like, I can look over and kind of get off by them getting doing their thing and in the same hotel room and whatever, but it's never been in the same bed.
2: Yeah, I did that too. That's
1: fun. I always like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't so I I, spiced it up without crossing any lines. Well,
1: I always talk about like this, the sounds and the smells the, and the this and the scouts smell. always like, it smells
2: but, you know, there's like something kind
1: of erotic about I'm you can not, walk like, into ooh, a room yeah. and be like, oh, it just smells like someone fucked. Well, in I here. mean,
2: it's like really like, what's the difference of having sex next to another couple? Like you would be having sex watching porn. It's yeah, like kind of the same essence that's going on right don't worry scout we're not gonna have we're not gonna come to you and be like scout tom do you want to come over (laughs) she's disappointed now maybe in
0: like five years maybe we'll be like
2: yeah you're I'll like come at this over. point we need to spice it the fuck up. Danielle's like I'll I'm on switch. <laughs> Danielle's like I, I am here. <laughs> but
0: for the two just girls, call me. just call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Um, okay, so please, this is please ask her. So please ask her what would be her advice to someone who struggles with body image, feels like they are oh.
2: unworthy of love because of it. This makes me so oh.
0: sad. We get this a I, like, lot.
2: Yeah, I relate. I have been yeah. open on my podcast about struggling with an eating disorder in high school and in my early 20s. Um, so I, I get it and I sympathize with you. Um, I My advice would be to really focus on pouring that love back into yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look for outside validation of that. There are men, women, non-binary people on this planet that love love. People of all shapes and sizes, yes. A. So even though you're judging yourself, doesn't mean that's not going to be someone else's like dream body. Um, So that's number one. And number two, to really figure out how to love yourself. And for me, I know like people kept like, saying this to me over the years and I was like, cool, I get it. I need to learn how to love myself. I'm ready to do that. Can anybody tell me how, Yeah, right. like I'm an actor, just give me fucking instructions and it'll be fine. Um, and nobody could give me a step-by-step guide on how to do that. So one of the things that I was searching for on my eat, pray, FML trip, was how to love myself Mm. and I found it when I came home so it's written in the epilogue of the book but it's called the self-love cocktail and it's really simple all you do is you sit down and you write out a list of things that you're capable of giving yourself Mm. that you love that make your soul happy so for me that was meditating, going to the gym, eating healthy, dancing, writing, being creative. And I put that list on my mirror and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give myself at least one of these things every single day. Aww. And then when I got a little bit more comfortable with that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give myself two of these things a day, three of these things a day. And before you know it, you wake up a couple months down the road feeling so much better and it's because you're loving yourself. Yeah. And when I realized that loving yourself is as simple as giving your soul the things it loves, it was a total mind change and perspective shift for me that really changed my life because it no longer was this mythical thing where I needed to look in the mirror and be like, I love you, Gabrielle, you're so beautiful. Like if you can do that more power to you, but I felt fucking crazy anytime yeah. I did it. Yeah. And when I realized that I could now have a checklist, which I'm all about yeah. and do things actively on that list that were gonna make me feel better, it totally changed the game for me. So I would say, start doing that every day until you're able to, feel better That's in your good. body and give yourself some of that like love and compassion back. What,
0: what are a couple of your things on your list? Now I'm going to do that. Yeah,
2: I don't know. What are yours? <laughs> um, definitely the
0: gym and yeah. yoga. I okay. do that every yoga yeah. is like my therapy for sure. hundred yeah. uh, percent. Definitely yoga, the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to journal. Good. A lot our, so journaling. Um, also like being, Artistic in a way, like I used to draw all the time. Mm. So either whether it's drawing or working on a script or or something like that, I have to. If I'm not on a movie and I feel like I'm pathetic because I can't book a a fucking movie. Then I, coming from the bitch that works
1: more than anyone. Oh my else god! I know. <laughs> like
2: Scout Compton, shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. She's like
1: forty-eight no. hours in between movies.
2: Yeah. No, I don't but even then know after the last this time one. I've seen her.
1: <laughs> but after this one, I really don't know what I'm going to do. You'll do another movie. Hopefully, this one with
0: yeah. with Gabrielle. Um, yeah. that's that's amazing. I love that, yeah. and I think I will.
2: I will definitely do that.
1: Implement it. Yeah. You yeah. gotta take care of yourself first you gotta show yourself you gotta yeah, love yourself man. before somebody else can love you
2: mm-hmm. yeah and I mean Danielle you know you have kids like yep. yeah you want to do everything for your kids and your family but like if your cup isn't filled up That's right. you're only giving the half best of you so it's like you have to take care of yourself I mean before- I came here
1: I came to <laughs> LA you know during this time and I left on Saturday normally I wouldn't leave on a Saturday because I've got the kids off school but I was like god if I only leave Monday to Wednesday then I don't get to spend any time with my best girlfriend here because she mm-hmm. works so I'm gonna as hard as it is for me to go on a Saturday I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna go to dinner with her and then Sunday yeah. I'm gonna go to the Korean spa which I ended up not going to anyway but <gasps> really? yeah I felt I was so tired yeah. but then of course I got here and I'm like all I want to do is sleep because it's quiet and there's no kids right. and she's le- and I want to cuddle on the couch with your dog and, and watch like, Netflix that's necessary, and dude. I and like, I did that's it necessary. I needed to do it and I did it and that was like I needed a little bit of a, of, of a me day and I yeah, took it totally. you've got you've got to take care of yourself
0: Oh, oh, that hour went by too fast. I know. Gabrielle, tell us. (laughs) Give me all
1: your social handles and and, uh, where everybody can find you.
2: Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone. I'm on TikTok at Gabrielle underscore Stone. The books are Eat, Pray, FML and The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl. They're exclusively on Amazon or you can find them signed on my website where all of our merch is. And that's uh, eatpreyfml.com. The podcast is FML Talk and it airs every Wednesday on all platforms where you get your podcast.
1: Are you going to write Finding Your True Love as your next book and then Being Married as your book after that?
2: I get asked like, well, the second book, the sequel is kind of how Tay and I met and like our journey, our shit show journey to like how we got to like happily ever after. But everybody daily is like, when is there a third book? And I'm like, guys, unless I have my to life live it up again, like I got to live a little bit more life first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I We're just did go come into out with a, the prequel of healing journal oh, good. that um, oh. is called fuck off. I'm healing, which is kind of like a step by step. Prompted journal with like some stories and stuff in there that uh, helps people work through the trauma and their bullshit in their life, and that's on Amazon. And, and you've got
1: great well. merch too, mm-hmm. guys. Pick up some of her I merch. I
2: do have some cute. You should do the, pre- the thought... You
1: should do a prequel book,
0: like you oh being my God. I raised think, like, with if your I ever... mom like that if I ever story? do a
2: third book it'll be one of those where like it's kind of my whole life in random times and stories mm-hmm. and stuff that hasn't happened yet um like for like lessons and kind of like the journey through life um yeah. I don't think it'll be a direct sequel right. to the first two I hope not like some bad shit would have to go down for me to write <laughs> a third book <laughs> like, let's not manifest that guys.
1: no it could be good it could be good all yes. the good stuff
2: yeah oh I love it thank you so much we love so you. Much. Thank you guys for
0: listening. Yes. Month so of fun. love. Month of
1: love. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday.
0: Thank you. For having me Tuesday.